Hello, hello. Welcome to the locker room call where we talk about mindset. Right, right. So the I see you, man. Me, I'm all the way up. But I ain't coming down though. Oh, Hit the ground oh, running oh, like an Afghan hound. Yo, everything in place, but we still felt found. Yo, yeah, I'm with the E team, in and out of town. Yo, I be on the call, y'all always at the mall. All about residuals, I forever ball. I'm stacking up my revenue, I'm telling you it's tall. Got it all in motion moving, I will never stall. Never gon' fail, so he gave us a plan. If you need an end time, that sells, understand. Read about a hundred books, books, pretty grand. I'm the man.
if you're sharing them. And tell me if you heard anything from what people said, if you shared it to them, you know, if they didn't like it or like it or whatever. Um, the goal is to get the message out. So, all right. Uh, also, we got a replay number, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, uh, same PIN code, which is 783357-POUND. Now, I got a text, a couple of texts, so y'all don't hear this humming noise. I mean, it's an uh, ocean noise. Man, this thing is really in my ear. That's amazing that you all don't hear it, but as long as you don't hear it, so it won't be on the recording. So I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to operate <laughs> from the ocean today because <laughs> I swear it would sound like I'm standing on the beach somewhere early in the morning and the waves are coming in. Hmm. All right, so let's get started. We're going to talk about uh, mental toughness this morning. I was, I was going to talk about that on Friday, and then I just got the, got in some kind of, I don't know, something, some kind of spirit <laughs> jumped on me. And I don't even remember what I said, but I know I didn't talk about mental toughness. I just kind of kept talking about, uh, I guess, mindset and things of that sort. But, you know, when you look at mental toughness, a lot of times when you hear the word mental, uh, people start thinking, you know, um, you know, mentally sick or mentally this and that. But, no, no, uh, to win in business and to win in life, you have to be mentally tough. You know, that's a part of working on your mindset, that's a part of having a growth mindset. And the person that's mentally tough learns to do things consistently. I mean, because that's the only way you're going to succeed is you do something consistently over and over and over, over and over and over. You know how, um, um, what's his name? Um, God, can't think of his name right now, but he came up with the 10,000-hour rule. Uh, and so, you know, experts become experts once they put 10,000 hours in. Imagine that. Just think about that. Let's say you did your particular business for two hours a day. Somebody do the math on that for me. Somebody do the math on that for me and text me how long that would take. If you did two hours a day, um, give me the number on two hours a day and give me the numbers on five hours a day. How long would it take, how many years to get to 10,000 hours? <clears throat> two hours a day, five hours a day, if you focus on your business. How long would it take to get to 10,000 hours? Because that's what the uh, the experts say, that's when you become an expert. You put 10,000 hours in. Now, a lot of us have put 10,000 hours in on a lot of different things from <laughs> watching the news and, you know, watching our favorite uh, television shows or, you know, we put 10,000 hours in in a lot of things, but how how many of us have put 10,000 hours actually into our, our profession? Some of y'all have done it on your job. So if you put 10,000 hours in, that should make you almost, that should make you an expert. So you can actually leave your job. I wouldn't, I'm not telling you to do that and go do what you're doing. If that's what you want, you know, if you wanted to do that because you got, you got the expert, you got to time in on that. Um, but, all right, I know somebody got a calculator. Let me stop then. If I, let me see if I can figure this out. So let's go with, okay. All right, so somebody said two hours. If you do two hours a day, that's about 14 years. So if we go four hours, that's about seven years. So if you're working on yourself and working on your particular field of business, and you're doing that for four hours a day, consistently, 
it'll take you seven years. Um, and you can become an expert in it. But if you're not consistent with it, you know, you can. Because I know people say, I've been doing this 10 years, 15 years, but have were you consistent with it? You know, have you been doing it? Over and over and over every day, like you like you wake up and brush your teeth or something like that. Do you were you consistent with it, or you you got upset with it and put it on the side, and then you come back to it later on, and then you you know you get upset again and put it on the side, and you come back to it later on. You know, I, you know you got to keep you got to stay consistent and keep pedaling, man. <laughs> That's one thing that has to be done because you can't stop and start. You, it'll take you too long to get there. Because when you stop and start, a lot of things happen in between, man. A lot of things happen in between. So uh, that's the goal for us to become the expert in what we do. So understand the consistency you have to put in because once you do that, you know, at some point, you know, that's why I created the the, uh, acronym with ELITE, you know, with our team, you know, ELITE team. And ELITE, if you look at the acronym, it stands for Every Leader in Time Excels. Every leader in time excels. Matter of fact, a young lady came up with their acronym. Well, she came up with this, every leader in time explodes. And she was talking about your business explode. But, you know, we were thinking, I was thinking, I was like, I don't think people going to understand what explode means. We understand what it, we do understand, but I don't think people going to understand what explode means. So I changed the explode to excel. So once you become a leader in time, you will excel at some point. But the operative word is leader. That's the operative word. <laughs> and the experts say you need to put $10,000 in. You got to put $10,000 in at some point. Now, I know some of y'all sit back and say, well, I know some people who have done that. They, they, they. You don't know what, what time they put in, you know, without you, you know, seeing them. Like I said the other day on the Facebook page, <clears throat> Success, a lot of success is not even seen. The people who put in the hours and the time and, the, you know, the grind, most of us never see that. We don't know unless, unless you know, we're the spouse, the significant other, or the kids in the house. That's the only people that really know uh, that you put in the grind time. But anybody else is just, you know, a person can say anything. So, um, but you don't know where these people, when they have success, what they were doing up to that point or where they, where they come from. And then a lot of it also is, I always say this, and, and people don't get it, a lot of it is a lot, you know, in this in this day and age, it's a lot of uh, <laughs> smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. If you look behind the scene, you'll find out that some of that stuff ain't really true, but it's hard, you know, when you want to believe something. So, um, so there's a number of things that come along with it. Uh, when, you, when you're trying to have the success that you want to have. But I can tell you this, the mental toughness thing is it has to be there for you to win. You have to constantly work on yourself because the person that works on the inner, inner you is the one that's going to win because the inner you pr- produces the outer you. But a lot of times we don't want to do that. We, wanna, we don't want to look deep down inside of us and try to figure out why we get mad at that and why we don't do this and why we jealous of that and why these things happen to me and why it don't happen to anybody else and if somebody coming after me and, you know, all those things that we have to work on because once we work on those things and get better at that, then we can stay consistent because a lot of us are inconsistent because we let things like that affect us. You know what I'm saying? Why does the person say this about me and why do they do it? You worried about that, it slows you down. 
you know, all kind of stuff that's, that's being thrown at you. And the person that wins in life is the one that can just keep going through it all that. You know, it's like I always say this business and you being successful in it is like you riding behind somebody on the highway. Let's say you ride behind somebody on the highway and they're in a pickup truck. You know, like one of them old pickup trucks in the back. And somebody's in the back with a bunch of junk and just throwing it off the back at you. You know what I'm saying? You trying to you you trying to drive, you right behind them on the highway, they throwing an the old microwave off the back of the truck. <laughs> so now you dodging that and you gotta get back in line behind them and keep going. Next thing you know, look at my old pipe they throwing off the back of the truck. Now you dodging that <laughs> <laughs> and they back there trying to figure out, let me throw this old sofa. Here come my old sofa coming off the back of the truck. <laughs> and you turn the wheel, coming back around. See, that's what, it's a life to have success in life and business, you got to understand that. That's what's going on. You're constantly marching forward. You're constantly doing the things you're supposed to do while you're putting out fires along the way. you got a portable fire extinguisher with you, and you just, and you keep going. But see, the ones who don't win, they're not mentally tough. So when the sofa comes out the back of the uh, truck, <clears throat> they either hit it or they mad and pull over to the side. So when they run across a little fire, they don't pull out the fire extinguisher. Now they're just mad. Why is this fire here? But the ones who win, and they're like, oh, okay, put that out. Oh, you missed me with the sofa. Here <laughs> comes old pipe. Look out. You missed me with that, too. And you're still going. But the the people who 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 are not winning, oh, they mad now. Why why are they throwing the sofa off the back at me? What do I do? Why are they throwing the pipe at me? What do I do? You know what I'm saying? Why is this fire over here burning? What did I do? It's always I I I. No, it's life. It's life. We got yo. You threw something else at me. I woke up this morning. I had something else thrown at me. I got you. I'm ready for you. That's mentally tough. That's mentally strong. Now. This particular blog talks about one of the main things that mentally tough people do is overcome your fear. Uh, the author talks about that the, the fear of failure is one of the most important steps on your road to mental toughness, the fear of failure. You remember I always talk about that when you start in business or you start on any kind of project that's outside of the status quo, that's outside of the box, that's outside of what you normally should be doing. And what you normally should be doing is going to school, getting good grades, going to get you a good job, working that good job for years, get your part-time job, UPS, FedEx, do those good things, go to church, the biggest church in town. So when you're doing something outside of that, now you've got to be ready for the fear of failure because you're going to get attacked. You're going to get ridiculed. People are going to laugh at you. People are going to tell you you're crazy for doing it. They're going to say this and that. And if you're not mentally tough to deal with it, that's another sofa coming out the back of the truck. That's another pipe. That's another fire that you're running across, and it stops you. And you start talking about why me and why me and why me. It's, it's not why you, because on another highway, there's sofas and, and pipes coming off at another person. And they haven't stopped in the middle of the road to say why me. they just driving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're like, whoa, oh, miss me. Oh, I'm I'm gone. In every highway in every city, you got leaders that are dodging the pipes, you know, dodging the sofas, dodging the fire, and they kept going. Then you got people who are not winning that sitting back complaining. Man, nobody else throwing no sofas at them. Yes, they are. Anybody that's winning in life, you get all kind of stuff thrown at you because as soon as you show your face as a leader, 
soon as you step above the crowd, as soon as you, you, you head a little bit above the crowd where somebody can see you trying to do something, here comes the tomatoes. Here come everything coming at you. Everything is coming at you. And the person that's not mentally strong, they're going to give up. That's why you constantly have to keep working on yourself. You try to figure out, well, I'm trying to figure out how can I get me some new customers. Well, the way you get new customers is you continue in the process that you have because customers will come if you continue in that process. But if you quit before the customers come, you're not – see, that's what happens. You know, your process that you're doing, whatever script that you're using – how many people you're talking to, it works. It's just that you hadn't found the right people yet. But what happens is you quit because of the sofas coming out the back of the truck, because of the pipe, because that mic- that old microwave they threw off. So you can't, you, 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 you sitting there worried about why they're throwing a the microwave at you, and they're throwing a the microwave at everybody. No, they ain't. It's just me. No, they ain't. They're just talking about me. No, it is. Really? No. They're doing that to everybody. You better take you some driving classes and understand how to – this is a driving class right here, how to how to dodge that stuff because it's going to happen. But he talks about in the article that once you make a decision to become mentally, a mentally tough person, then you will pursue the objective relentlessly. But you've got to make that decision. Okay, I'm going to become mentally tough. I'm not going to let in 2021 everything bother me. I'm not going to figure out that somebody pointing me out, somebody's picking me out, somebody's targeting me. No. See, a mentally tough person says, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm ready. I've been to driving class. I've been to driving school. I know how to dodge that. Bring it on. i got a portable fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher I carry with me. Oh, there's a fire. Put it out. Keep going. There's another fire. Put it out. Keep going. Then 2021, if you're not doing that, you're going you're gonna to lose because you're going to stop and complain. Why is this fire in front of me? Why they threw the old microwave off the back of the truck at me? Why? Because they're supposed to do that. Anytime you start climbing toward the top, you're going to get you, – you're a target now. See, when you're not climbing and nobody really knows you and you're not doing anything, you're not, you know, causing any noise, nobody's throwing anything at you. They don't even know who you are. But when you're driving on the highway and you're getting close up on them, so you're getting too close to that truck because as you're going toward leadership and going toward success, here come the, here come the sofa. You're like, how did that old sofa get back there? <laughs> everything, everything's coming at you. Every morning, every day. And the successful person says, okay, like the restaurant owner. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about, lady? Well, what happens when, you know, the folks don't show? What are you talking about, lady? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know, when the kids don't, I don't know. The reason he didn't know, because he had already knew the struggle that was going to happen, and he counted the cost with that. He knew the sofa was coming. He knew the pipe was coming. He knew the old microwave was coming. He knew those things. He counted the cost. Guess what, lady? I've been to driving school. He's sitting there thinking, doesn't that happen to everybody? Why are you asking me that? Does that that's business. She didn't know. She's just a, 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 somebody writing an article for, um, I can't remember what magazine it was for. 
You know, you're like, what are you talking about? See, you got to be mentally strong to understand that. That's how you win. It ain't, you know, somebody tells you, because you got all the scripts. You you know what to say. It's just that you don't say it long enough because you think that what I'm saying to a customer or to a potential prospect is, you know, they should say yes right away. No. Matter of fact, let me say this clearly. Special announcement. Special, special announcement. Come closer, lean closer to the phone. Lean closer to the speaker. Special announcement. Most people are going to say no. I don't care what you're doing. Most people are trained to say no. Because whatever you're doing is outside of the status quo. Is outside of the box. Their mindset doesn't even, it doesn't even register. When you bring something to them, it goes to their mind like, they see it. They don't see anything there for that. So all they have to do is kick back and say, no, you're crazy. So they're going to tell you that. Most people are going to say no. And if you don't have a strong enough mindset, a mentally tough individual that's keep going, you won't ever get customers. You won't ever get business partners. You're going to always quit before that. Because they're trained and conditioned to say no. <laughs> do, y'all, do you get that? <laughs> see, see, then see, some of y'all going to hang up, call me later on. Now, what are you saying to people? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you, don't even, you, you probably sitting there like, you missed that. You just missed everything I just said. <laughs> and you lean forward and everything. You lean forward, turn your speaker up. And you just went right past you. Pew! I'm telling you. <laughs> you <laughs> These people saying no, so it's got to be something I ain't saying. No, you're saying everything you're supposed to do. <laughs> you, or you're supposed to say. It's just those particular people are not interested. Those particular people are, are not, don't want to do what you uh, mentioned to them. But that doesn't mean 10 more might. That doesn't mean all the other people you talk see being mentally strong and dealing with fear will let you, you'll find that out because you're going to keep going. I've seen people quit a business. I'm talking about a whole industry. I, you know, I had partners of mine that when I first started, you got to understand, 25 years ago, uh, they quit after the first year or two. And I've seen them go to all other industries. They, they've done real estate, where they attempted real estate. They attempted some, you know, um, starting a little restaurant, whatever they were doing. They attempted uh, uh, learning the stock market. They're, I mean, I, I mean, I'm literally, I can name partners of mine. But guess what? None of guess what? None of them did. None of them stayed around long enough to get in 10,000 hours in what they were doing consistently. None of them stayed around long enough to get in 10,000 hours consistently. Now, they looked at me. I've been doing I've been doing for 25 years. I've, you know, I've changed companies, but I didn't change industries. I'm right here. I had to learn it. I had to get it. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I ain't ashamed of it. I don't because I had done what everybody else had done. I had the T-shirt with it. 
I had done corporate America for about nine or ten years. I've done, I've, and I'm not knocking it because corporate America is great for some people. Some people should never ever leave it. Never ever, ever ever, never ever leave it. And, and my intentions was not to leave it. Really, I don't know how. It wasn't like I was sitting there mad at AT and T saying y'all because I, I didn't have no supervisor. Nobody was standing over me. I, you know, I was. My supervisor was, you know, three hundred miles away in another city so I could come and do what I wanted to do. But for some reason I flowed into winding up doing this on my own, doing this business. I don't <clears throat> I can't really tell you that how it happened, the day it happened, but I know it happened. I just eventually I was doing this full time. Really. And it wasn't like I was saying, Oh, oh this job is terrible. <laughs> Cause most of the time, you know, I, I could go right home and Go to sleep, take a nap, and, you know, <laughs> even before, when I was working at the Atlanta Journal, you know, I'd go by my aunt's house. Uh, <laughs> that's what, what Curtis like, man, what you doing? When I went to AT&T, oh, you, I said, man, that's what I've been doing. You know, I'd go by my aunt's house and chill out for a couple of hours, take a nap. She used to think something was wrong when I didn't show up. You know, everybody else was still working. So between, you know, my lunch was between 12 noon and 3 maybe. I still got pictures of me laying out on her sofa like, with my suit and tie on. Oh, crazy! But I, you know, I didn't have anybody standing over me, so I didn't. Want, but this, I think, you know, just you know, you say I believe God had this plan for me. I put it that way. I, I just say that. I think He wanted me to be on this call talking to you all for years about your thoughts about being mentally tough, about overcoming fear, about committing to the task and putting aside fear, about setting goals, about welcome, welcoming criticism. Think about that. That's another point that he talks about in this particular blog. Welcome criticism. As a mentally tough person, you want that. You welcome it and then you destroy it. See, some of y'all don't want that. Y'all ain't talking about me. Oh, y'all, so... Who else are they supposed to talk about? The person ain't winning? Because I can promise you this, if they're talking about you and they're saying stuff about you and they're implying stuff, now a lot of times they're not doing it. That's you in your head saying that. But if they are, that means that you're doing something. He says criticism should be welcome and respected. He says especially if it comes from those opinions of the uh, people that you that you know are doing what you're doing by humbling themselves in listening to criticism, a professional can significantly expedite their professional development. He says, but it takes a great deal of mental fortitude <clears throat> to hear constructive criticism and used to make improvements. Taking things a step further, a truly re resilient business brain, resilient, that's relentless knows that even the most harsh criticism from the most staunch opponent can provide valuable insight into the weaknesses that can be transformed into strengths. Take your weakness and turn it into strength. But you got to put those 10,000 hours in, folks. Consistently being consistent. You can't get run off the highway by the stuff on the back of the truck. You can't do that. You got to keep driving. You got to learn how to dodge all that stuff and keep going. And at the end of the day, you're like, whew, 
Made it through the day. <laughs> sofa didn't hit me. Maybe some days you might, you know, sofa might touch the bumper or something, or the pipe might. So what? Some of the days the fire might burn your shoes or burn your leg or something. So what? Made it through the day. Put in my hours. I'm consistently being consistent. I know for me that's what I've been doing. And then at some point, <laughs> I became an expert because I put the hours in. And I didn't stop doing what I was doing. Hey, dealt with the criticism, dealt with the laughter, dealt with the ridicule. Still going on. But I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Man, one of his practice serenity. I'm going to stop there, though. We'll talk about that on Wednesday. We're going to talk about practicing serenity, never giving up, don't whine, and you got to work hard. Those are some of the things that we're going to discuss on uh, on Wednesday, on being mentally tough. Okay, here's the question. So somebody asked, why should I be mentally tough? Okay, the reason you should be mentally tough so you can stay in the game. Well, why should I stay in the game? Because you got to get 10,000 hours to win. So why should I get 10,000 hours? Well, because you need to be an expert. Well, how, why should I have to be an expert? Well, in, in, if you want to win in life, you need to be an expert because there's so much competition out here. Now, can you make money along the way to become an expert? Yeah. But you should not want to do anything less than that, becoming an expert. You want to put those 10,000 hours in consistently, knowing that every day you did what you were supposed to do. You know, it's like waking up in prison and going to the calendar and checking off a day. You know, now I got this amount of time. And I'm going to keep going and keep going and keep going and understand that's just the process. And then, boom, every lead in time excels. Now, some of y'all going to walk away. Some of y'all, as John Maxwell talk about, on the guy climbing the mountains, or I don't know if it was Maxwell, Man, one of the mountain stories that from the books that I read, you know, how it might have been John C. Maxwell, but how they, you know, a group of people start climbing this mountain, and then they get to certain parts of the mountain where there's a cabin there, and they take a break for about an hour, and then they go back going. And so a lot of people, when they take that break for an hour, they don't leave back out the cabin because it's cold outside, and they sitting there like, man, it feels good in here, man. I, you know, shoot, I, I didn't think I was going to make it this far. This good for me. I'm, I'm I'm straight. So they sit there and they watch all the other people leave, you know, the ones who leave to keep climbing, and they sitting there in that warm cabin thinking, man, it's enough for me. I ain't, you know, I'm good. I ain't going to go through all that. You still doing that stuff, man? You still doing them calls, Tony? Yep. <laughs> you still reading books, Tony? Yep. See, they sitting there in the cabin, they thinking, okay. But what happens, though, to a lot of them, when they see those kids, see those people coming back off that mountain, the top of the mountain, they done made it to the top. Might have been two days later, or whatever, and they coming down and they smiling, they have, they excited. Now that that uh, that kicks in, you know that. Now they got to hate. Now they got to talk about you. Now they got to figure out a way because they saw you do what they stopped doing. Now they got to try to criticize and say this and that. They got to, because they stopped climbing the mountain. They stopped. You kept going. 
even when you didn't see success, all you do is hold on somebody's coattail. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm back here. <laughs> I don't see much, <laughs> but they kept going. You know what I'm saying? It's like they kept going. You had to, you just relentless. You know, either either you didn't know you could fail, or you just felt like that cabin ain't gonna do nothing for me. Me sitting back there, you know, watching all my favorite TV shows, chilling out with my cookies and ice cream, and and you know, turning off all the lights with my snuggie, and you know, all that stuff. You know, you probably figured, man, I ain't I could do that, but you know, I ain't you know, it ain't gonna help me. So let me just keep going on. I'm holding on to these coattails here. They telling me to do this. I'm back here. <laughs> That's how I was. I'm holding on. <laughs> you still back there? Yeah. <laughs> you still doing? I remember. I told you. I remember my first year, a year and a half when I was doing. <laughs> I told you those two guys in Birmingham that was following me around, talking about, man, when you gonna get a real business? When you gonna? I don't believe you doing this. You went to school. You got a college degree. You you. You a good corporate job? Why are you doing this? You know, you got a real business. That means you should have a parking lot with a building, your name on it. <laughs> that's how they felt. And that's how they laughed at me. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that fool there. <laughs> Look at this fool. He talking about he got a business. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but when I made that first six figures... They was hard to find in, boy. I guess the word got back to them. <laughs> but here's the key word. I mean, here's the operative word. Hard to find. That don't mean they didn't get found, because <laughs> I found them. <laughs> they, I was like, oh, hey, man, where y'all been? <laughs> All of a sudden, they had real small talk, and they had to move on. I was like, hey, look at this, man. <laughs> yeah, I heard about you. Yeah, <laughs> Look at it right here. I, I heard about you. <laughs> oh, that was the day. I still remember that because I had their pictures up on my vision board. <laughs> I kind of felt sad about maybe six, seven years ago. I saw on Facebook that one of them had passed away. You know, you know, it was just. It was always interesting to see one of them, you know, every time I would go to Birmingham or something like that, you know, because after years they stopped saying anything. I don't know if they were mumbling behind my back or something, but they never said anything after that. It was interesting, though. I would, you know, <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Yep, still doing it. Find you one of them. Find you one of those individuals that you know smirking at you. That you know laughing at you, you know talking, and put that picture on your vision board. Make sure when you get to where you want to get to that you holler at them. Hey, what's up, Johnny? Just wanted to, just thought I'd give you a call. <laughs> what's up, Johnny? <laughs> While you're on the beach somewhere, you know, are you somewhere chilling, you know, one of the company trips, and you having a good time somewhere, you just. Send Johnny a text or something. Hey, I just think about you, man. I know you're at work right now, but, you know, <laughs> what's up, Johnny? <laughs> Whatever name you want to call, make that a target for you. It might be a relative. It could be an aunt. It could be an uncle. It could be a cousin. Make that a target. Somebody that's smirking right now that you know, you got to get them. 
And then once you get to that, you put that picture on the wall and you put that little sign, that, that black dude with the big teeth. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> all right, that's it, folks, for the day. That's all she wrote. The pen and the pencil broke. Got him. <laughs> put that up there. You gotta have fun, folks. You know you gotta, you gotta, but you gotta put them ten thousand hours in. You gotta do that. Put the work in, man. You got to do the work. All right. So today we got we got one song we gonna play here, man. And this is a old school song. Dorian ought to get it if he's on the line today. He's still sitting at fifteen. This might push him to twenty. Mark's sitting there like I got you. He said, "Old school or new school? I got you." Because my uncle played it. My uncle, my granddaddy played it. Somebody played it. I got you. Well, this song, I promise you, everybody probably know the song, but you got to know the name of the artist. And I got a feeling if Sylvia's on, because she always get the old school stuff, she might get this one. You got to tell me the name of the, of the artist, I mean, the name of the group and the name of the song. Everybody should know the name of the song. I love this song. But the name of the group, you might not. All right. And B, don't cheat. Don't cheat. Hold it. Oh, hold on. Y'all promise you're not going to cheat? No, no, no. You promise? Yeah. Promise. Hold your hand up. Now, you don't have your fingers crossed behind your back, do you? No. <laughs> I don't trust y'all. Okay, hold on a second. Just to find me 
down all night, come on, clothes all wrinkled up, lip balls all on them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, son, uh, I know where your mommy took them good home for fixing, baby. 